first stop today for Media Day, we will head on out to Logan, Utah, and bring in now the head coach, the newest head coach of the Aggies, Ryan Odom. Coach, how are things going out in Logan? How's life treating you? It's going great. Yeah, it's great to be here. Great to be with you guys today. Uh, we appreciate you having us on and all the teams, obviously. Uh, exciting day in the Mountain West to get things started. But things are well in Logan. Uh, transition really well and, and enjoying the guys. Uh, we've got a great group of guys uh, here. And uh, the staff and, and the players have really clicked so far. So the transition has been fun. Well, this is a reminder that if you have a question for Coach Odom, to please make sure to raise your hand in the queue. Coach, you come to the Aggies from UMBC. What led you to choosing Utah State and feeling like that was your fit? Yeah, I mean, I think first and foremost, uh, the relationship with John Hartwell, our athletic director, uh, the first time that we met uh, during the interview process, it was pretty clear that we clicked. And uh, that's what you want. You want to have a, a partnership uh, with someone that you're going to work for. Uh, that's going to help you, you know, continue to, to grow uh, the program. You know, obviously the tradition here at Utah State uh, is tremendous. Craig Smith and his staff did an awesome job here the last three years uh, during his tenure here and obviously he's moved on. But, um, you know, it's, it's a true brotherhood here at Utah State. Uh, there have been great coaches, you know, throughout the history. There have been NCAA tournaments. Uh, there have been huge wins. Uh, you talk about the spectrum and spectrum magic, um, you know, it's alive and well, and uh, we're just thankful and excited to be a part of it. Uh, once again, if you have a question for Coach Odom, we encourage you to raise your virtual hand. We'll get you in queue. Uh, one of those those players that I'm sure encouraged um, in, in your mind that this could be a good place. you got great players to be Justin Bean. We'll get a chance to talk to him here in a little bit. But the only returning player of the conference averaged 11-plus points, 7-plus rebounds, one-and-a-half assists, and one-plus steals per game a season ago. What a leader. And you talk about that family atmosphere. He's right at the top. Yeah, no question. I mean, Justin's been amazing uh, since my arrival here. I, I remember our first meeting, just chatting with him and just, you know, getting a sense of, of what Utah State has meant to him. And, uh, you know, I know he, he probably he didn't not that he didn't care who the coach was going to be, but I know this place means the world to him and his family. And uh, Utah State's been good to, to Justin Bean and Justin Bean obviously has been really good to Utah State. And we're really fortunate to have the opportunity to coach him. Uh, he's a great player. You know, obviously everybody talks about his ability to, to, to rebound the basketball and his overall motor, uh, but he's expanded his game. You know, he's a guy that we're going to count on to, to score the basketball for us and be a leader for our team. And uh, he's certainly showing that so far early this season. And I know he's eager for the challenge of the tough Mountain West and, and just being competitive. Yeah, we've enjoyed watching him play over the years. Again, if you have a question, go ahead and get in queue. We're going to start our Q&A session, Coach, with uh, John Tito from Hoops HD. John? Good afternoon, Coach. Uh, I was curious in terms of taking over in your first year. I know that your father uh, coached at several different schools. Did he give you any advice about uh, the extra special coaching challenge of starting over at a school? Yeah, he just he wanted to make sure that I tried to negotiate earlier game times, you know, so uh, he could he didn't have to stay up so late out east to watch our games. No, in all seriousness, he uh, you know, he, he did it several times. This is my third uh, time switching jobs and, and going to a new home. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing you have to do uh, initially when you first take over a job is is to get to know your own program and get to know the players within the program. Uh, what are their strengths? Uh, you know, where are some areas that that you need to really attack um, from a roster management standpoint um, in order to to kind of make the pieces fit? And, you know, the evaluation process begins right away when you first get there. But at the same time, you don't want your players to feel like they are being evaluated. So there's a balance there. You want them to, to feel like, you know, there is a level of trust there and that takes time to build. And uh, so we just spent time with our guys initially right away. Um, you know, whether it's an individual meeting, going to lunch with, with uh, one of your guys or just, uh, you know, spending time obviously on the court as well. All of those opportunities, you know, help you begin to develop a level of trust that you're going to need going forward. And, you know, for us, you know, entering a new conference, we understand that, you know, this conference is, is uh, as well respected as there is in the country. And we understand, you know, what a, what a challenge it is to compete night in and night out in the Mountain West. And, uh, you know, we're excited as a staff to be a part of that. Obviously, Justin and, and some of his teammates have experienced how competitive it is. And, you know, they've also won championships. You know, Justin has been a part of championship teams uh, and Brock Miller, you know, as well. So, you know, that's that's an exciting you know thing as a coach, you know, to walk into. Um, you know, generally speaking, you walk into a situation when you're a new coach, you know, uh, where it's a rebuilding situation a lot of times, um, or they haven't had the success that, that everybody, you know, had, had desired. This situation is a lot different. You know, we're walking into a situation where uh, the last three years have been uh, tremendous, you know, for Utah State and the players and coaches that, that were here. And so we're excited about joining that tradition and trying to continue to grow it. And uh, that's, that's the challenge that we're up for and we're excited about. Another question for you, Coach, coming from the Albuquerque Journal and Jeff Gramer. Hey, Ryan, I got, I got two for you, actually, and, and they both kind of touch on things you've already addressed a little bit. But um, I want to start with uh, the dad question you just got. I, I'm covering a new coach that certainly knows is known for uh, his last name as well in Richard Patino. Mm -hmm. um, there's another new coach this year whose dad is well known in these parts, and that's Kevin Kruger. So I'm, I'm curious two things. One is, do, do you ever get tired of, of being asked questions about your dad? Um, and, and also, like, how, how would you in any way advise the other two fellow rookie coaches whose, whose last names and whose dads have kind of been down this path too? Um, any advice to, to them, the stuff you've been through along those lines? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I think the, the short answer to that is I never get tired of, of, of answering questions about my dad. He's my father. He's a role model for me. Um, obviously, I love him to death. He's been he's been tremendous, a tremendous influence in my life, as has my mom, uh, both good people. And, uh, you know, raised my brother and I, you know, in a very healthy environment and a loving environment. And so I'm, I'm appreciative of that. And I try to give that to my guys and my sons as well, my two boys. Um, you know, growing up in a basketball family is is it can be very stressful, but it also is really rewarding. Basketball has taken, you know, all of us, you know, to a lot of different places, a lot of different countries. We've met so many people because of the game that we're fortunate enough to be a part of. And we have our fathers to thank for that. Um, 
you know, but it also can be stressful. You lose a game and, and it doesn't just impact, you know, the, the coach that's involved in that game. It impacts everyone. It impacts your wife. It impacts your kids. You know, all three of us were kids, you know, that, 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 that were um, raised in a basketball family. So we understand it. We've sat in the crowds and watched and, and uh, you know, now the roles are reversed. And so our fathers, even though I know uh, coach Patino's father is still coaching again, but, but I know he probably lives and dies every time, you know, Richard coaches a game, you know, as does my dad and and Kevin as well. Um, You know, it's a, it's a tough thing. It's harder for them probably to watch us coach uh, than it is for themselves to coach a game. And uh, I think that's 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 a big thing. But, you know, advice that I would give, I mean, I, I obviously wouldn't wouldn't uh, want to give them any advice, but, um, you know, as, as, you know, a coach's son, I mean, one of the things that my father always told me was just be yourself. And, you know, you, you don't have, you don't have to be me. Um, I actually didn't ever work for my father, so I wasn't intimately involved with how he ran his program. Um, obviously, he's a he's a huge influence on my basketball coaching, um, and it's fun to have him around. Um, he was out here for a week, uh, you know, two weeks ago, and was able to be around the guys, you know, before and after practice, and uh, that was really healthy uh, for him to be out here. It was great for the guys to kind of see him out here. He turned seventy nine you know, while he was out here. Um, and so that was, that was pretty fun, you know, to have he and my mom here for a week, uh, out in Logan. But, um, you know, I consider myself blessed to be a coach's son and, and be raised in a basketball family. And I, I know those guys do as well. Thanks. A uh, real quick follow-up uh, on the Justin Bean comment you said earlier, I know you said he's expanding his game. He's, he's a unique type of player, as you well know, where he kind of erases a lot of um, faults maybe of other players. I know he certainly the kind of player he is helped Nimi last year become, you know, one of the better centers that have come through these parts in a long time. So he's the type of player that I know you can just throw out there and he helps everyone else. Do you, do you at all kind of um, get tempted to just throw him out there and, and run an offense for the other four guys and knowing Justin's going to fill in the voids or do you actually, are you going to run things for Justin Bean this year? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that we'll run stuff for Justin. I mean, Justin has, has earned the right, you know, to have the ball in key times and key situations. Um, but when you run plays for certain players, it's it, they have a responsibility to do what's right for the team. And so that's all we coach Justin and his teammates on is, is making the right play, you know, not only for themselves, but more importantly for our team and trying to focus on getting – the best shot that we can for Utah State. And so sometimes that's him in a situation where he's ISOed and, you know, he's he's got the ball and he's, he's got to make the decision, you know, at that point for us. And he's going to be in plenty of those situations, you know, for us. He's earned that right. Um, you know, he's expanded his game. He's worked hard in his jump shot, you know, this, this summer and offseason. And uh, he's shooting the ball really well right now, but he's going to be, he understands who he is as a basketball player too, and what his strengths are. And I think that's one of the cool things, having self-awareness and, and knowing kind of what makes you a great player and while continuing to add to your game. And so, you know, he's going to continue to chase down rebounds and have play with the high motor that he always has and be the defender that we need him to be. Um, but, you know, Justin's about winning. And, you know, his teammates are about that, too. And so that's that's his primary focus, you know, for this this upcoming season is 
How are we going to win games? And, and what is it going to take in order to do that? And we understand it's going to be, be challenging. Well, thank you, Jeff, for your question. We'll now go to Sean Harrison from the Herald Journal. Hey, Coach. I uh, just wanted to ask you a quick question about who, who's been a pleasant surprise on this team? Has there been somebody that's just maybe, you, you know, you do evaluations. Has there been somebody that's been a pleasant surprise so far for you? Wow. I mean, we're, I'm new to all of them. So, I mean, it's hard to pick one. I mean, all of these guys have really impressed me so far. Um, you know, Brock initially, you know, wasn't healthy to practice in April when I first got here. And then, you know, we kind of eased him back into it over the summer and did a lot of rehab. And, and now he's full speed and healthy. And he's been, been that way since we got back to school. And so, you know, it's been fun for me to see him out there and just his leadership ability. Um, you know, the guys really listen to him. Um, you know, he's very competitive. Um, whether it's in, you know, a five-on-five drill in practice or, or whatever, um, he wants to win. And uh, it's been fun for me to see, see him, you know, in those, in those moments. Um, you know, we brought two guys out here from UMBC, so they're obviously – I'm very familiar with them. It's been fun for me to watch them interact with, you know, our players here. And uh, that's been really helpful for us uh, in terms of the learning curve because uh, they've been around our program and understand kind of how we do things. Um, they're both good players. Ryland Jones is back home now, you know, and, and Logan and, uh, you know, is a special player. Um, you know, he really has he's a high IQ player. He's a point guard. He's a coach's player. Um, you know, a guy that, that uh, is a coach on the floor for us, um, but at the same time is, is really competitive. Stephen Ashworth, you know, has moxie. Um, you know, he's, he, he's a, a believer first and foremost in himself, uh, but also in our team and, uh, is about as positive a guy as there, there, there is. Um, and so he's, he's been fun to coach. Um, I would say Musa Meal, you know, we call him Z here. Uh, you know, he surprised us. He didn't get here until August and we weren't quite sure, you know, how he would, you know, interact and, and be able to assert himself. Um, and I think he's done really, really well. Um, you know, he's taller than I expected. He's athletic. Um, you know, he's a good basketball player and I think he's got a really bright future. We'll see how it, it works for him this year, but, um, you know, I've been really impressed with him. Uh, but there are more guys than that, you know, that, that I've been impressed with, but, you know, I'll, I'll kind of, I'll stop at that point. But you're a popular man. A lot of questions in queue. We'll get to as many as we can in the time that we have allotted here for Coach Odom. Let's go to the San Diego Union Tribune and bring in Mark Ziegler. Mark? Coach, the, the three coaches that were fired in the league last year, none of them had any prior experience in the league uh, or familiarity. It's a very unique league in terms of travel and altitude and, and venues. Um uh, and the coaches that have had success are coaches like Brian Dutcher, uh, Justin Hudson at Fresno State had some success. He came from San Diego State. Steve Alford had been in the league before. Craig Smith had been in the league. Nico Medved at Colorado State been in the league before. Um, is there any trepidation on your part? I mean, you brought, I think, almost your entire staff uh, that doesn't know the league that well either. And how much of a lear learning curve do you expect in this league? Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's always a learning curve, you know, no matter what challenge you take on, uh, certainly there's a learning curve. Um, you know, I, I've worked at a lot of different conferences, um, you know, during my career. 
um, both as an assistant coach and then also as a head coach. Um, and, you know, I think the first thing you've got to do, there's, there's, there's styles, you know, that exist within leagues. You know, some leagues are faster. Uh, some leagues are slower. Some leagues are more athletic and play older players. Um, I think this is a league where, you know, you've got to have pros on your roster, um, you know, in order to be one of the top teams in the conference. You know, I think that's, that's, that's been evident, you know, over the course of, of time within this league. I mean, it's a tremendous league, as you know. Um, there's a ton of history, you know, of, of great teams, but also great individual players that have gone on to do great things in the NBA. And, you know, I think that's certainly, you know, and, and there's different ways to, to, to you, know, uh, you know, find those guys or help those guys. You know, they're guys that, you know, come in uh, as pros. And a lot of those guys are going to, you know, the power fives where it's Kentucky or Kansas or Duke or some of those, school, those places where, you know, that before they even play a game, they're an NBA player. Um, you know, in college. And uh, I think our league's a little bit different. They're developed here. And um, not to say that they're not being developed at that at those schools, but, you know, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that Zion Williamson was going to be the number one pick before he ever played a, a college game. And I think ours is a little bit different. You know, Kawhi Leonard was developed, you know. Um, you know, Paul George was developed, Um you know, Sam Merrill, uh, Nimi, obviously two guys that we're really proud of here at Utah State were developed in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I think that's that's where we've got to focus our efforts, you know, and focus on us. Um, and, you know, we worry about each opponent as they come. Uh, the great thing for us at Utah State is we don't have to play, you know, every other team on one night. We have to play one team. On, on any given night and we'll focus on that particular team when it's when it's their turn and uh and so i'm not really afraid or, or going to spend much time worrying about um you know what previous coaches have done or the success that they've had i'm going to focus on what we're doing here at utah state and 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 how we operate here um we're a competitive group and we're going to continue to be Thank you, Mark, for your question. Next up, Ajay Salveson from 106.9 The Fan in Logan. Hey, Coach. Uh, I know there was supposed to be a blue-white scrimmage, and rumor has it that it was canceled due to maybe some injuries. I was wondering if you could give us kind of a, a health status report on your team so far. Yeah, we're, we're at 11 right now, and we've got a couple of guys that are getting ready to return. Um, and so I felt like since we have a, a game next week, we have an exhibition next next Wednesday, um, we were better served to, to focus on our practice today. And so we decided to, to cancel that. We had a blue-white, and then we had a closed scrimmage with another team last Saturday. And so I think we're in a good, good place. Um, and fans will be able to see us, see us in the spectrum next Wednesday against Montana Western. Coach, we uh, we appreciate the time, and we know there are many questions still left in queue. But we got to get to Justin Bean, and we got to get to uh, other uh, coaches and players. We appreciate the interest. Uh, we wish you well, Coach Odom, and welcome to the Mountain West. And uh, appreciate your participation, your answers here today. Absolutely, thank you so much. You bet. That's Ryan Odom, head coach of the Utah State Aggies. We're not done talking Aggies basketball. Please stay in queue as we will get to your questions. 
and we can direct them towards Justin Bean. Justin Bean, of course, the uh, one of the unquestioned leaders of the Aggies, a guy who is a jack of all trades and um, is a key component, has been a key component of their success here in recent years. Absolutely. And what a what a team for Coach Odom to take over. He he mentioned it there. This isn't a team where it's a rebuilding process and he has to rebuild a roster. This is a team that brings back some key returners, Justin Bean being one of them. And, and this is a team that is has experienced success the last few years in the Mountain West. So should be an exciting year for the Aggies. And, and now we'll bring in one of the key players for the Aggies the last couple of seasons. We now head to Logan to catch up with Justin Bean. Justin, how are things going for you? Good. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, this is just a reminder that if you have a question for Justin, please make sure to raise your hand in the queue. Now, Justin, we'll get to the basketball stuff here in a little bit, but I got to ask you, Sam Merrill commented on your Instagram post. He said, Logan's most eligible bachelor is now off the market. You got married this off season. How does it feel to join the married club on the team? Man, what a journey. It has been a great journey and I am now a part of that club. So I, uh, I appreciate Sam. Yeah. He's given me some good advice for sure. on <laughs> not just on the court, but off the court as well. So yeah, it's been great. We've been married for two months and, um, yeah, her name's Claire and, uh, she's a, a fruit farmer. So she and her family grew up, uh, harvesting apples and peaches and cherries. And so now we're both Aggies and, uh, yeah, it's been really fun to, uh, to be a part of that crew. So well, what an exciting time for you. We now have a question for you. So we'll go to Jeff Gramer from the Albuquerque Journal. Hey, Justin, congratulations on, on the marriage. Um, I, I do actually have a, a, a quick one on NIL and, and you've done, um, you, you, did you do an NIL thing with something to do with bean, uh, bean burrito or a local restaurant or something? I did. Yeah. With taco time. So is that still, is that an ongoing thing or is it a one time over the summer or? Mm -hmm. It is. So yeah, we, uh, we signed a contract through, uh, through this whole season. And, and so it's been, yeah, fun to do that for them. And obviously the last name being definitely rings a bell in that, in that department. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun to. to All right. I'll ask you, I'll ask you a basketball one now. Um, obviously the, uh, I don't know if you heard me ask your coach a little earlier, but like your game is one that you can kind of get forgotten about sometimes because you play a style that kind of picks up, maybe erases some mistakes of some other teammates and stuff like that. But he does say he's going to use you a lot more like the stuff is designed now for Justin Bean a little bit more. How is that role going to expand this year? What is your role that you see and, and maybe kind of some of what he was talking about, how it's going to expand? How can you explain that to us? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. And obviously my, my goal and my mindset, you know, every, every year is to, to be the best I can be. And so obviously being fortunate enough to be on a couple championship teams in the past has been great. Um, but, but like coach said, you know, we're all focused on, on our task here this year. And for me personally, that means staying on top of everything and making sure I can be that leader that the guys look to in practice and um, just in everything we do. And so I had a, a really good off season this summer, worked really hard and, it definitely has been been the hardest offseason uh, for me personally in my basketball career. And so I'm really excited to to put everything to the test and to, um, yeah, put all that on the line. So I, I have had a great summer and it's been good just to develop and and increase, you know, my skills in a lot of those areas and offensively, especially. So but like coach said, you know, I just I just want to win games. I want to be back at the top of the Mountain West because that's where I feel like we can be. And so whatever it takes to do that, I'm going to do that. So. Thank you, Jeff. Our next question for you, Justin, comes from KSL Salt Lake City and Josh Furlong. 
Hey, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious. Um, what, what stood out to you the most, um, about coach Odom and then how's the transition been since he took over? Yeah, well, it's been, it's been a great transition. Uh, I've, I've had a few different coaches come in since I've been at Utah state and, um, each one has definitely been different, but one thing about coach Odom is, is that he is very, very well, well gifted in, in terms of just his IQ and, and how he sees the game. And not only that, but just in how he helps the players see the game as well. And so he's not afraid to, to slow things down, you know, in a practice and really help us see, you know, why we do certain things, why we go over passing for 10, 15 minutes or why we work on pivots. You know, just the fundamentals of the game are really important to him. And he's made that, you know, a priority for all of us. And so it's definitely helped each of us um, increase our game and our, our level of play. And uh, he always wants us to bring that competitive edge and practice. And so we always practice with purpose and, and we practice smart. And so that's definitely because of him. So we're glad to have him here. Yeah, and just a, a quick follow up, if I can. Um, you guys have a lot of newcomers um, on this roster. How's the team meshing thus far? The team's meshing great. We've got a lot of great chemistry on this team. And it's cool because, you know, obviously I played with a lot of international players. And this year we've got about six or seven. And so it's it's been fun just to to hear all the different accents and and hear about all the different cultures and just be able to, to grow with those guys and, and battle each and every day. So each of them brings a unique um, perspective to our team. And it's been a lot of fun just to to hang out and, and play Mario Kart in the locker room and just have fun with them. We'll now go to Sean Harrison from the Herald Journal. Sean. Hey, Justin. Uh, Josh kind of stole my question. I was going to ask about the meshing of the team, but also I wanted to ask you, who's the guy that's going to really surprise Aggie fans this year? What's Who's the guy that maybe we fans don't know about, a new guy that you really feel has really come on strong? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I can't say great enough things about, about each guy, each player on the team. Um, obviously, there's – there's some returners coming back this year that will provide a lot of great depth for us. Um, but as far as ones that fans haven't seen yet, um, again, coach mentioned it, but we call him Z and he, he's a, a freshman, but he, he plays the game, you know, at a high level and a very mature level for his age. And so he sees the game uh, very well and it, it's kind of slowing down for him in the last couple months. He's seeing things a lot better and he's making the right plays and, uh, he's just one that has a, a really good charisma and personality about him that fans will love. And also he's just really gifted on the floor. He's always in the gym getting up extra shots. And so I think Aggie fans will, will love to see what Z has to bring to the table. Well, last question for you, Justin, we'll go to hoops HD and hear from John title. Hey, Justin, I uh, just wanted to know uh, two years ago, uh, you lost Sam when he left and this year you lose uh, Namiyash. Um, is it just as simple as playing Mario Kart or like, do you guys have to do a lot of work to replace somebody of their caliber? Absolutely. I mean, you can't, you can't replace guys like that for sure. Um, but what you can do is you can learn from the experience and from the leadership that they possessed. And that's something I've tried to take on in, in that role as a leader and, and just try and implement those same tactics and, and those principles that they have. And so just taking each day one at a time, um, trying to go one and know each day is something that we've really focused on. And as long as we do that, you know, I'm really excited for what this team can do. And a uh, championship is definitely, you know, in the cards for us. So we're excited to pursue that. 